2: Player-owned taverns. This one is the Demon Dactyl Inn and Tavern. Rising up between a pair of steep forested hills, the imposing angular structure of the Demon Dactyl Inn and Tavern immediately brings to mind the hooked claw, some terrifying beast of legend. Four massive dark wood corner beams jutting several feet above the edge. Air- edge of the severely pitched whoop bearing engravings that depict a vast array of monstrous faces the most prominent among them the leering countenance of a dragon-like visage a signpost next to the road that runs past the inn nearly fifty yards from the towering double doors holds aloft a weathered plaque emblazoned with the silhouette of a winged creature And the words, the Demon Dactyl. Despite its somewhat foreboding appearance, the tavern has earned a reputation as a safe and friendly place for travellers seeking respite from their journey. Alright, enter the tavern. The warm, flickering glow of a well-tended fire splashes off the dark wood walls of the Demon Dactyl's spacious interior. Several long tables dominate the centre of the tavern's common room, their sturdy benches providing ample ceasing for the sizeable crowds. The establishment frequently holds. An ornate staircase at the far end of the hall leads up to a second floor, which consists of a dozen private rooms and a large dormitory. The tavern's owner, the fla- famed adventurer Lilith, can often be found mingling with the patrons or consulting with a first trusted pat tavern keep. The burly and friendly to a fault firmkin. A large door emblazoned with a blue X is slightly recessed into the nearby wall. So I've got a few options now. Seek out firmkin. Buy food and drink. Examine a door emblazoned with a blue X, investigate the curious statue above the hearth or inspects a gruesome painting hang on the I can also leave the tavern, but I'm not doing that yet. Seek out firm again. You make a sweep of the common room in search of the tavern geek, but can't find him anywhere. Realizing you must be busy toiling your way somewhere on the grounds, decide to seek him out another time. Is he is he is he what about I look again? Okay, I'm gonna buy some food and drink. Amongst, among the fairly impressive selection of food and drink, available at Demon Dactyl, are several items considered long-standing favourites of the tavern's loyal patronage. The tavern's menu, which always boasts a hearty stew, also includes the following dishes: Fingin stew. Braised hare, fire-blackened venison, and honey-glazed trout. Let's have Fergim stew first. Fergim stew, a concoction that never seems quite the same from serving to serving, is always hot, flavourful, and fortifying. After receiving a steaming bowl of a thick, hearty soup, you discover it contains equal parts grouse, snails, and leek. The stew, despite containing an overabundance of salt, proves exceptionally satisfying, which is perhaps the reason it remains the tavern's most popular dish. What if I have it again? It now contains equal parts snails, potatoes and carrots. Yeah, so it varies. What you get varies. Okay, buy food and drink. The braised hare, the braised hare, blackened on the edges and served atop a steaming heap. Heap of greens is glazed, It's glazed with a sweet reddish sauce which helps accentuate its unique flavor. The meal certainly leaves you satisfied and just a little bit sleepy. All right, more food and drink. What about the fire blackened venison? I'm just gonna assume some time has passed between me doing this and I'm not just making and I'm not just making myself uncomfortably full. The fire blackened venison, true to its name, is charred around the edges and served with a pair of boiled potatoes and a pile of mostly mushy par- carrots, the venison. Supplied to the tavern by a famed local huntsman, Turskin. It's among the finest you've ever tasted. More, more food and drink. Honey glazed trout. Seared to perfection and coated in a glistening honey gaze. The freshly caught trout is served with a thick wedge of pungent cheese and two squares of crusty bread. The meal is entirely satisfying and seems to be among the more popular of the dishes which served by the tavern to its hungry patrons. All right, more food and drink? The dactyl selection of ales, though not to be overlooked, includes a rather potent brew crafted by Fergin's half-brother, Bolterin. Have Bolterin's Bone Ale, a decidedly bitter edge, and a lasting, though not entirely unpleasant aftertaste, provide a unique character to the ale known as Bolterin's Bone Ale. Crafted by Fergin's half-brother, the notoriously roguest Bolterin, the ale remains the most popular of the brews available in the Demon Dactyl. Bolterin closely guards the recipe for for his bone ale, though it's widely believed that bone meal is a clean, key ingredient. At first, displeased by the out by the time you reach the bottom of the flagon, you find yourself silently praising the robust brew. All right, time to drink a bit more, to wash away the taste of my previous drink. The Windy Woods Golden Ale. They're all one gold token. With just a bit of honey and and, and the lingering flavour of walnuts, this thick golden ale is both filling and enchant and satisfying. Named after a nearby patch of forest, this ale is brewed by Fudwok Grimrock and his sons and supplied to numerous inns and taverns throughout the region. You enjoy every swallow of the smooth, mellow ale. Alright, another ale, the autumn bog ale. This bitter, wince-inducing ale is not for the faint of heart. The off-putting aroma of this dark ale is matched only by its startling bite and fearsome potency. Fodwock Grimlock, the local brewer of this ale, maintains it and remains among his most popular brews, despite its somewhat unrefined character. You slowly sip the ale, trying your best not to wince. Alright, oh, that's all the ale's done. The Tavern's Paleo, always freshly stewed, is available at all times and infused with a special blend of spices known only to firm gin. Well, and that's the last thing they drink, the Spiced Paleo. The Spiced Paleo, a an and aromatic beverage that is almost always being stewed over the fire, is amongst the best to be found anywhere across the vast breadth of the North Broadlands. Faithfully adhering to an ancient recipe for spicing and brewing paleo, Fergium has managed to craft his own version of the popular drink, about which his patrons routinely wave. You take your time as you enjoy the steaming, flavorful concoction. Alright, examine a door emblazoned with a blue X. The opposing door, a weighty, oaken Slab, studied with ornate iron squares, occupies a sizeable but shallow impression in the, in the wall opposite the fireplace. A large blue X is emblazoned on the door's age-worn timbers, just above a circular iron hatch. You've heard tell that the tavern owner, the famed adventure Lirith, and a trusting, trusting te- trusted tavern keep, Kfingim, I've taken to calling the door the do not open door, apparently with good reason. Okay, well that means I'm gonna open at some point. As you stand staring at the emblazoned decks, you recall the first time you saw the door, and the day it appears suddenly out appeared out of the blue much disquiet of all who suddenly took notice. The tavern keep Fergin has tried to open the emblazoned door, only to find the, s- the slab. The slab started shaking and spattling before he could lay his hand on his iron hatch. In the next instant, the door the door burst ajar and a mass of oozing green tentacles reached out from behind it, waving wildly as its tendrils snaked into the womb. A billowing cloud of purplish fog spilled out of the open door stinging your eyes as its pungent vapor flooded the uncommon room, as as terrified patrons bolted from the tavern, soaking on the noxious cloud. Who leaped to the aid of the Lilith, the renowned adventurer and owner of the tavern, as she threw herself against the door in a blazing effort to prevent whatever was behind it behind it from entering the room. "'pushing in unison with Lilith, "'you managed to force-close the heavy door, "'effectively ending the incursion "'of the oozing green tentacles. With your, "'With your eyes and lungs burning "'from the noxious fog, "'you turned and made ready to flee from the tavern, "'struggling to hold your breath "'against the churning sea of purplish mist. "'It was then that you became aware of Firmkin, "'hurrying towards you through the fog.' his outstretched hands gripping the edge of an engraved stone disc. After Fergin used a curious stone grist to apparently seal the door closed, he inquired with him about what had just occurred, hoping we'd be able to shed some light on the disturbing episode. Slowly and reluctantly, Fergin began to relate to you a fantastic tale, set upon a curse that has followed his family for generations, a manifestation of which has now taken up residence in the demon dactyl. Having listened to Furbin's colourful but eerie account of the malevolent entity that has long plagued his family, a presence that now seemed to have settled itself behind a strange door in the tavern, you couldn't help but feel for the tavern keep. Cost, the door. We must keep that door closed. He says, glaring revulsion at a door marked, the door marked with a blue etched. As long as that thing, whatever it is, stays behind the door, we're in no danger. That much I've come to know. I've seen that door before. Mind its marking haunts my mind. No matter where it goes, well, no matter where it is, I go. That door eventually follows. It's a curse I'd pay anything to be rid of. It's regrettable it had to follow me here. When you asked Fergin about how his family came to be so cursed, he sighed and told you that his family's sinister misfortune was with all of his grandfather's misadventures with dark magic. My grandfather dabbled in forbidden magic, he said, grimacing. ...as if the very admission caused him pain. The magic of the dead, as many have chosen to name it. Something took possession of him and rotted him from the inside out. He died a twisted shell of his former untroubled self. Guarding secrets he took to the grave... ...struggling with shadows ever to be revealed. Fergim told you that following his great-grandfather's grim demise the emblazoned door the very portal now set into the tavern wall appears in the appeared in the cellar of his ta- family's dwelling yes uh, the sound the sound that came from behind it were things not of this world he said the noises the fog the visions all related to that door and altogether they drove my father, my mother, and my two brothers into deprived madness. I would have followed into that abyss had it not been for something I found amongst my grandfather's possessions. You distinctly recall Fergion? presenting the engraved the stone disc that he'd used on the door for you to examine. Fergin told you that while he understands nothing, about the engraved disc. He quickly discovered it possessed the power to quell the fearsome rage of whatever lurked behind the cursed door. Holding the holding de- the disc out towards the door, when it seemed that it was about to burst open, he was able to seal shut the iron-studded slab. Never allowed it to leave my sight, he says. I don't pretend to understand it, and I can't guess how... How it's tied to any of what brought my line to ruin, but it seems a bit of hope that shines in the darkness. For me, that is enough. You promptly assured Fergim you would work to discover and defeat the source of the curse that stalked him, and, his deme- and in his demeanour you sensed profound relief. Ever since the door's appearance, something few were present for the ins- Something few who were present for the incident choose to openly discuss. Fergin tells you there's been several times where the dark entity lurking behind it made his presence known. He describes that on each occasion the tavern has filled with a thick bluish fog or the door's timbers wattle and deep, glutteral bellows erupt from behind the imposing wooden slab. Thus far, he reveals... The outcome has always been the same. He, or Lilith, has employed the stone disc and its strange magic to secure the door while terrified patrons flee from the packed tavern. Timely and decisive intervention during those disturbing epos, he says, coupled with (laughs) subsequent rounds of free owl, susu, jangled nerve, ale, Solves all problems, nearly. As always, served to quick- quickly set matters right. According to Fergim, after a day or two, the bizarre happenings within the demon dactyl happened when Lemben relegated to the a- annuals so of half-remembered hearsay.
0: How helps
2: with that? <laughs> Fergim told you that although the use of the stone discs seems to be effective at holding a bay, Whatever makes the occasional attempt to come through the emblazoned door, he realises his fate, as well as the long-term viability of the demon Daptor as a tavern, rely lie on finding a more permanent solution to the sinister curse. Until such an end can be achieved, he states, both he and Lilith have vowed to remain vigilant against the shadowy presence Lurking behind the strange door. You sense he seemed to doubt such a course. Would, would ultimately prove sufficient. Yes. Yes. Yes we're going to deal with the, the source. And now we're back at the tavern. Yeah and if you look at the door again. You just get. You, you get the same scene again. So, ooh. Suddenly. Alright, got the same scene again, and then a suddenly. Your lap, your heart suddenly skips a beat as a soft, soft, feminine voice slips into your left ear. It's a voice you've heard before, though you cannot pleasantly recall a time or place. What would you recommend a wary travel avail herself of? Don't turn around. It's best we don't see each other. Oh 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 this is this this is new to me. I, I I've heard I've seen this scene talked of, but I've never actually managed to unlock it before. <laughs> Yay Yay I, I know I know there's a reward coming, but your pulse quickens and your mind begins to race when you suddenly realize The whispered voice is that of your mysterious rescuer, the unknown woman who helped you to escape from the bandits that attacked the coach aboard which you had been travelling. It's an odd place to find you, whispers the voice, this time into your white ear. Though I don't know why I should think that. Perhaps it's not for me to judge. No matter, though, because my question was merely an innocent inquiry. And rather was... A rather particular what I assume, and with good reason. What would you recommend to a hungry traveller? Resisting the temptation to spin and face her, you consider which of the tavern's dish dishes to recommend to your unknown known ally. So, I could recommend Finagin's stew, the braised hare, the venison, or the glazed trout. I don't think this is going to have any your effect because that would be ridiculous Mm, I'm gonna go for the glazed trout a brief pause follows but just just when you're beginning to think the unknown woman woman has departed a sinister voice again slips into your ears and what to quench a dire first she asks. So I could rege- suggest Bulking's Bone Ale. Now, mm well I remember that starts good but it starts alright but you cut ca- it's an acquired taste but you acquire it very quickly The wintery woods golden ale the autumn bog ale or the spiced paleo mmm I'll go for the spiced paleo a voice falls silent. You're about to say something just to determine whether or not she's still behind you when your eyes are drawn to a flash of movement at your feet. Glancing down, you're startled to find that a black cloth pouch resting up against your right foot. Thank you, whispers the voice. Its soft, soothing tone entering your white ear. We will meet again. After several long moments of silence, you turn to find the unknown woman is nowhere to be seen. You pick up the cloth pouch and are startled to discover that it's empty. Huh? Suddenly, you're startled when a faint, reddish glow suddenly fills the empty pouch. Suddenly, a dazzling flash of white lead erupts out of the open pouch and washes over you leaving you momentarily dazed. An empty cloth pouch slips from your grasp and lands at your feet as your head swims with a myriad of strange, unsettling images. Oh, this is nice. After several moments, the images passing through your mind fade and a profound sense of calm replaces what had been a fleeting but terrifying episode of confusion. In the wake of the disturbing event, you feel somewhat different. Your stamina points have been permanently increased by two. I gain 256 experience to general and 64 experience to all skills and powers. When you reach down an empty collect the pouch you start to discover it's no longer empty touched into the small bag you find five adventurer tokens this is all this is really nice tournament stat boosts and adventurer tokens for just wandering around a tavern after taking possession of the valuable top currency you again cast your gaze towards the crowded common room, seeking any sign of the mysterious woman upon whom you've yet to lay your eyes. Yes, who is she? How many times? Let's see. We met her at the very start with the rescue. Let's see. We met her at Kildra's tomb. We met her at the untold heaps of bone. And we met, we met her at the battlegrounds, battlegrounds, after, after, after the hints, after we were attacked by the minions of zaf uh, the, uh the, the crab, the time crab, the time crab begins, Zath, Zathalog, something like that. Hmm any sign of mysterious woman upon who you've yet to lay your eyes. Yes, we've met her a few times now. You spend the next small while wandering around the demon dactyl's bustling common room, casually observing every female face you're counting, seeking something that might suggest the observed countenance belongs to your unseen ally. You pay particularly close attention to anyone who's been served food and drink, but notice no one whom is set, whom is set the exact combination you recommended in response to the whispered queries, to so nearly an hour, with most every face in the room both familiar to you and beyond. Beyond reasonable suspicion, you resign yourself to the fact that the identity of the unknown woman will, for now, remain a mystery. Yes, that's a. And I go to the X again, and you get the and you get the same scene again. Yeah, explaining there's this creepy door, it's following Fermgin, and we have gotta deal with it. Okay, what about I investigate a gruesome painting hanging on the wall? The large wood frame freighting. Noticeably tilted to the left, depicts a gruesome steam. The picture, towering, the picture a towering, horned, black-winged, demonic figure stands above over a blood-drenched, carnage-strewn field of battle. All around the creature's clawed feet lie the mangled remains of armored warriors and the foes of death. The horrid beast, its cruel gaze turned to the sky. stretching wide, it's fang filled door jaws. So you can straighten your painting, tilt the painting to the white, or step away from the painting. All right, I'm gonna straighten the painting. You fiddle with the painting for several moments, taking care to make certain it doesn't fall off the wall. You manage to make it perfectly straight. Satisfied by the result, you take a step back to take another look at the piece of art. Much to astonishment, the scene depicted in the painting has changed. the large framed the large wood frame painting, painting heading perfectly straight and level, depicts a grim scene in the picture. A group of armored warriors stand over the bloodied, ravaged carcass of a large black-horned large horned black-winged demon-like figure. One of the warriors is thrusting his sword into into the fallen creature's agape mouth. Another appears to be trying to sever his feet. No, sever one of his feet. The other armoured figures gaze down woefully at the dying beast. Tilt the picture to the white. Right. You carefully tilt the painting, leaving it skewed to the white. Right. As you step back to take another look at the piece of art, You're startled to find the scene depicted in the painting has changed. The large wood frame painting, noticeably tilted to the right, depicts an odd scene. In the picture, a towering, horned, black-winged, demon-like figure stands next to a group of armoured warriors. The creature appears to be offering a sign of friendship to the warriors, who seem to be reciprocating the gesture. In the background, a bright yellow sun is poking above a sea of rolling green hills. And then if I straighten it again, it goes back to the defeated demon, set it to the right. Friendly. Friendly demon. Alright, step away from the painting. Now, investigate the curious statue above the herd. Perched on a log shelf above the hearth, dominating much, much of its broad plank surface, is the iron statuette of a rather grotesque winged figure. Vaguely humanoid in appearance, The iron figure's face is badly disfigured, though you're certain you can make out a set of long fangs protruding from what appears to be a broad mouth. According to what you've heard, the disturbing object has been sitting on the shelf ever since Lilith acquired the tavern from its previous owners. Despite numerous attempts by Lilith and Philgrim to remove it, both the statue and the shelf upon which it sits refused to budge. Let's look at that curious statue again. Suddenly... Suddenly, the statue trembles ever so slightly before becoming still. Okay, something different's happening. Look again. It trembles ever so slightly. Suddenly, the tra- statue trembles slightly, Stir up a small cloud of dust on the shelf before abruptly becoming still. Oh, it's, it's shaking more and more. Small cloud of dust. Suddenly, the statue trembles, wrassing the shelf before abruptly becoming still. Look at the statue again. It trembles, rattling the shelf before abruptly becoming still. Again! Suddenly, the statue trembles violently, shaking the entire shelf, before abruptly becoming still. A bright red triangle appears on the statue's distorted face, and then promptly vanishes. The instant the triangle disappears, the image of a blue X forms at the fore of your thoughts, only to be swept aside with your very next breath. Okay, guess that means time to look at the door. Okay, going to talk to the tavern keep again. The tavern keep, uh, well, this time I can actually find him. The tavern keep, a burly, pleasant fellow named Fergin, greets you with a smile and proceeds to relate to you some of the more interesting pieces of news he's gathered from his conversations with other pen- patrons. Before you take your leave of Fergin, the tavern keep relates to you a fairly droll yard. Includes a contemporary sorceress, a villainous dragon, and a mysterious sword. And almost every word of it is the honest truth, he says. In conclusion, winking. And to that, I can and will attest. Alright, speak to him again. The tavern keeps spins for you a marginally exciting tale that involves a wise troll toll, and a magical tower. Alright, see fun again. Spins for you an extremely enter- entertaining tale involving a heroic griffin and a magical book. Yes. I know. What's the griffin called? Ah, oh, I don't know. Granaldo? <laughs> I don't know. Any. I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't. I'm sure if I had a few more minutes, so I could think of a tale involving heroic Vince. Griffin in a magical book, but. Like I said, seek out Firmginn. Taving the caverns, Tifa spins for you a fairly dry yarn that incorporates a sneaky sorceress, a heroic minstrel, and a long lost tower. I seek him out again, last time I think. Relates to an extremely unbelievable antidote involving a mighty merchant, a brave backspin blacksmith, and an accursed city. Alright. Okay, now let's keep touching, looking at the statue. Suddenly. There we are. Suddenly. Means good things for us, bad things for Zoop. Without warning, a thick, purplish fog begins filling the tavern. Seemingly seeping out of every crack and crevice, the taverns, f- the patrons thronging the ca- common room, many of them shrieking in alarm, spill out of the front doors and onto the stony path that leads up the road. "Zoop!" screams the tavern keep, covering his mouth as he staggers through the sinister billowing mist. "Take this! You've seen it before. Seal that door! We can't let it get out." Before turning to make his way outside, Fergin tosses you an engraved stone disc which you nimbly snag out of the air. Gripping the disc, you turn your attention to the heavy wooden door marked with the blue X. The door heaves and rattles as if something large and powerful is attempting to burst through it. I now have an engraved stone disc. The engraved stone disc. This thick, Thick stone disc, roughly six inches in diameter, bears engravings on both both of its sides that appear to depict a hideous, multi tentacle creature, which is presumably what's beyond the door. And should stay beyond the door, thank you very much. As you rush up to the door, the sound of buckling metal and splintering wood rings out in the fog-filled common wood. Anonymous groan assails your ears as the door, its formidable strength now compromised, creaks open and comes to stand nearly two feet ajar. Within arm's reach of the door, you're suddenly gripped by a profound sense of panic. Whatever horror, horror is attempting to push past the barrier. which will stu- we'll surely do so unless you somehow manage to close and secure it. Before you can secure the door using the stone disc, you need to find some way to force it closed. The thick, purplish mist filling the tavern skings your eyes and causes you you to cough with nearly every breath. Before you, the heavy wooden door, its timbreless rattling, stands ajar nearly two feet, a pair of long, green, oozing tentacles, the end of which are affixed to what... What appear to be sharp beaks snake out, out around the edge of the oaken slab, fearing the door will give way at any moment. You coldly endeavour to prevent dust that. So, four options. Attempt to push the door closed. Use telekinesis, shadow magic or fortification. Okay, shadow magic. It succeeded. eight XP shadow magic. You channel your power shadow magic, and a chorus of angry whispers immediately surges through your mind, momentarily scattering your thoughts. In heed of your summons, several bands of gloom shake out of the surrounding fog, and forcefully press themselves against the door, partially closing it. A glutter or snarl explodes from behind the door. Okay, I bet whoever's behind this probably doesn't like that. Okay. A single oozing tentacle, the end of which appears to be a sharp beak, grips the edge of the oaken slab. It's a jar by nearly a... Okay, now I'll just read the whole thing. A thick purplish mist fills the the tavern, stings your eyes, causes you to cough with nearly every breath. Before you, the heavy wooden door, its timbers rattling, stands ajar nearly a foot. A single oozing tentacle, the end of which is affixed to what appears to be a sharp beak, grips the edge of the open slab. Fearing the door will give way at any moment, you wholly endeavor to prevent that. Just that! Fortification! Succeeded. Four XP to fortification. You channel your power fortification and intently focus it on the door. The potent magic immediately goes to work. Reinforcing the buckling slab that allows you to throw your weight against the timbers and partially close it. A deafening war sounds from behind the door. The thick, fur- purposeless mist filling the tavern stings your eyes and causes you to cough with nearly every breath. Before you, the heavy wooden door, its timbers rattling, stands ajar several inches. is getting closed, more and more closed. The beak tips of a pair of oozing tentacles grip the edge of the oaken slab, fearing the door will give way at any moment. You hurriedly endeavour to prevent dust that. All right, telekinesis. Let's 4XP to telekinesis. You channel your power of tele- telekinesis and pre- project a powerful, invisible blast of energy at the door. A reverberating shudder runs through the slab as the door partially closes. A or bellow erupts from behind the door. The thick, purplish mist filling the tavern stings your eyes and causes you to cough with nearly every breath. Before you... The heavy wooden door its timbers rattling, Sends a jar by only a couple of inches. Ah, oh, it's so nearly closed. The beak tip of a single oozing green tentacle grips the edge of the oaken slab, fearing the door will give way at any moment. You hurriedly endeavour to prevent dust that. OK, I've done the three powers. Just push the door. Attempt to push the door closed. You throw your full weight against the door straining against whatever is attempting to emerge from behind the hinged wooden slab. A dreadful, gurgling sound issues from behind the door. Picking a number. Bonus of 40. 20 from might, 20 from body. Got to get 75 or more to get those last two inches down and probably smush, and probably push off a bit of tentacle with it. Picking now. 78 success. 16 XP to general. With great strain, you manage to push the door partially closed. A savage bellow explodes from behind the door. With the door almost completely shut, you hurl yourself against it, against its shud- shuddering timbers, pressing the weighty flat slab flush, flush with the with the with the jamb. Okay, a door. I think that that must be a typo there. An ear-shattering wall from behind the wooden barrier sends reverberations coursing through you as you struggle to apply enough force to keep the door closed. Suddenly, the engraved disc in your possession begins to vibrate. Driven by, by instinct, you draw out the engraved stone disc and hold it towards the door. A blazing blue aura immediately takes form around the stone piece as its vibrations dramatically increase, making it difficult to maintain your grip on the curious object. Your body begins to tremble as you struggle to keep the stone disc thrust out at the door. Alright, picking a number. Bonus of 60. 20 from body, 20 from spirit. Twenty for might. Got to get one hundred or more. Or something might just break through. Seventy-nine. Failure. A wave of violent shudder surges through you as so you struggle to maintain your grip on the stone disc. Anonymous sound. Nine damage. Anonymous sound of something clawing at the other side of the door sends a chill racing through you. Despite your growing fatigue, you remain in place, your hands gripping both sides of the stone disc as you hold your strange object towards the door. A dazzling blue oar again forms around the curious piece as its vibrations dramatically increase, making it difficult to maintain your grip. Your body continues to tremble as you struggle to keep the stone disc thrust out at the door. THOU SHALL NOT ENTER! Or something like that. Or at least buy a drink first. Okay, picking a number. Bonus of 60. 20 from body, 20 from spirit, 20 from might. Got to get 75 or more. Pick now. 106 success. A portion of the blue aura surrounding the stone disc suddenly leaps to the door, bathing the rattling slab in a pale, almost ghostly luminescence. You know hear sound of something clawing on the other side of the door, since sends a chill racing through you. Despite your growing fatigue, you remain in place. Makes your hands gripping the edge of the stone disc as you hold the strange object towards the door. All right, a dazzling blue aura again forms around the curious piece as its vibrations dramatically increase, making it difficult to maintain your Your body begins to tremble as you struggle to keep the stone disc thrust out the door. Alright, picking a number. Bonus 60, success 75. Pick now. 71, failure. A wave of violent shudders surges through you as you struggle to maintain your grip on the stone disc. 11 damage. The ominous sound of something clawing at the other side of the door sends a chill racing through you. Alright, despite your growing fatigue, you remain in place, your hands gripping both edges of the stone disc as you hold the strange object towards the door. A dazzling blue aura again forms around the curious piece as vibrations dramatically increase, making it difficult to maintain your grip. Your body continues to tremble as you struggle to keep the stone disc thrust out at the door. Alright, picking a number, bonus of 60. 20 from body... Yeah, and gotta get 100. Pick now. 106 success. A portion of the blue ore surrounding the stone disk suddenly leaps to the sleeps to the door, bathing the watterning slab in a pale, almost ghostly luminescence. An ominous sound of something clawing on the other side of the door. This is a chill racing through you. Alright, same check again. Something is pushing through. And I'm holding the vibrating disc. 155, success. A portion of the blue aura surrounding the stone disc suddenly leaps to the door, bathing the waxing slab in a pale, almost ghostly luminescence. The luminous sound of something clawing at the other side of the door sends a chill racing through you. Despite your... Okay. Same, same check again. Gotta get 75. 102 success. A portion of the blue ore surrounding the stone disk suddenly leaps through the door, bathing the waxening slab in a pale, almost ghostly luminescence. The ominous sound of something clawing out the other side of the door it sends a chill racing through you. Something... Wants to come into the pub, and it's probably not looking to sample the sample the selections of various excellent ales, and it might and it might not even be interested in the paleo. Which really, I would not understand at all. Suddenly, the clawing from the other side of the door abruptly ceases as a as the brilliant blue water takes form around the edges of the weighty wooden slab. As you lower the stone discs, you notice the purple-bewed mist filling the tavern has began to dissipate. Wasting no time, you move up to the door and quickly secure it closed. You warily step away from the door, wading through the wappersly ebbing, waist-high sea of purple mist and bump into Fimgin. Fimgin. The burly tavern keep simultaneously slaps you on the shoulder and snatches back the engraved stone disc. Quite a good show at that, he says, casting a nervous glance at the door. I don't know that this place will ever be rid of what's stuck away back there, but it's best to keep it under lock and key, and quite out of sight. It's no danger to anyone, well, as long as it stays behind that door. At last, as the last wisp of purple haze ezzy away into the corners, the startled patronage, which has fled at the first sight of the sinister fog, begins to filter back into the tavern. Yes, yes, i better hurry! My paleo's getting cold and my beer is getting warm! (laughs) Paleo looks at you and curtly nods before shuffling off. To tend to the needs of the growing throng that's already quite forgotten about the disturbing incident. Such is the power of booze. Mindful that the thing behind the door is something you will eventually have to deal with, for better or worse. You take one last look at the locked door before turning and striding off across the common womb. 128 experience to general. Gonna save now, then I look at the door again, and something happens. The door suddenly and violently rattles as a thick bluish fog begins seeping out from around its edges. You instinctively take a step back and look for a firm again, realizing you'll again need to make use of the stone discs to steal, seal the door shut. Without warning, a tall black portal opens directly between you and the rattling door. It's deep, steady hum, eliciting a profound sense of dread. Unable to tear your gaze away from the magical gate. Gate the inn. The din of the common room becomes distant and muffled as you stare hypnotically into the portal's inky, churning core. So I could enter this portal and presumably... That will allow me to deal with the monster that's behind the door on its own turf, but for it, but permanently. But we we we've nearly reached an hour, or so I'm going to step back for now. Despite an incredi- in, despite an inexplicable reluctance to step back, with great effort you managed to retreat several feet from the portal. Suddenly, the swirling gateway closes, but its hum lingers limbers on the air for several moments. As the noise of the common room fi- floods, as you gaze about, surprised to discover that no one seems to have taken notice of what just happened, deciding for the time it's best to keep the incident yourself, you move away from the door, glancing back at the X emblazoned slab several times as you make your way across the crowded room. And that, that's it for today. So next time, we'll deal with the problem in the... We'll deal with whatever it is that's behind the door. And until then, farewell, fellow
0: adventurers.